So my friends, today in our gospel reading, we hear this story about Martha and Mary, the two sisters that I'm sure many of us have heard so many times. And I think that this could be just a helpful instruction for us this Sunday about our personal uh, life of daily prayer, having the practice of daily prayer. Because you see, so Martha and Mary, they've, they've already done the right thing, right? They've already welcomed Jesus. We heard three weeks ago about how when Jesus was on his way to Jerusalem and he sent the messengers before him, there were certain towns that refused to welcome him. They said, he's not welcome here. He can't come here. Not in our town. And that was a problem. Well, Martha and her sister Mary, they, they welcome him into their house, right? So we're already in the win category. They've already done a, the right thing by welcoming Jesus. The problem is that once you welcome Jesus into your house, well, what are you, what are you going to do about it, right? What are you going to do now that Jesus is in the house? And so the, the issue arises here that Martha is, is very focused on all the stuff that has to get done, and Mary is there spending time with Jesus, who they welcomed into the house, and Martha gets frustrated, right? She, she's burdened with so much serving. She's, she's anxious about the whole thing. There's, there's a ton of stuff to do. Um, and you get the sense that in the midst of all this, she's so focused on all the things to do that she forgets about Jesus, right? She forgets about the fact that Jesus himself is in her house and she's not spending time with him. She's not paying attention to him. She's anxious about the million things that have to get done to be a good host. Well, we, we as disciples, have already welcomed Jesus into our life. The very fact that you're here on a Sunday in the summer is a sign that we've already welcomed Jesus. We've already started, the we've done the right thing. But now the question is, Jesus has been welcomed into our life. What do we do with him? What are we going to do about it? And are we going to pay attention to him? Or do we get distracted that there's so many things to do? And it could even happen in the church with regard to ministries and outreach and, and just the practicalities of, of being a parish community that we could get distracted and just we never actually spend time with Jesus. So what we need to do is we need to have the firm habit of daily prayer, that we need to be sure that we're actually talking to our Lord Jesus every day. We need to be spending time with him in daily conversation. We welcomed him into the house, and now it's time to talk to him. And more importantly, to listen to him. But to have that daily personal interaction. Now, if you want to kind of jumpstart a life of prayer, there's a very good book that I would recommend. It's called Time for God by Father Jacques Philippe. Time for God by Father Jacques Philippe. It's very simple. It's very straightforward. And actually, the, the title of it, I think, shows what's the, the first step we need to take when we want to have a life of prayer. Time. We need, to have, we need to set time aside for God. And it needs to be a, a regular thing. It needs to be a, a static thing in our calendar that I'm going to every day make my time for God. I'm going to be sure that there's a part of my day that is totally given to God. I would recommend that if, 
If you're already doing some amount of personal prayer every day, good, keep at it. If maybe, with all honesty, without needing to admit it to anyone else, you're not, okay, well then start with 10 minutes a day. Just 10 minutes. 10 minutes carved out of the day at some point to spend this conversation with God. This quiet, simple conversation. It doesn't have to be structured, right? We all learn as, ki as kids our, our vocal prayers. We know how to say the Our Father and the Hail Mary. Don't spend the whole 10 minutes just saying Our Fathers and Hail Marys, right? Do that. Pray the rosary, right? Do, uh, do the uh, vocal prayers else time in the day. But do we, have, do we just spend so much time talking at God that we never talk with God? Right, that we never have that personal conversation. So 10 minutes, sometime in the day. If you're a morning person, do it in the morning. If you're an evening person, I'm a morning person. I pray, I love praying in the morning. The evening is a much harder time to pray for me because uh, there's so much stuff that's been going on. I turn into Martha probably about nine o'clock every day, right? Nine in the morning. That's just, there's stuff to do. But having that time for conversation and just to, to have that quiet chat with God. That, that personal one-on-one -on -one time where we can just talk to him, where we could be with our Father, where we could talk to Jesus, right? And actually call him by name Jesus. There's also a very good podcast, if you're into podcasts, called 10 Minutes with Jesus, right? And these are 10-minute daily meditations that are just the person who's recording it um, praying out loud and just this conversation with Jesus for just 10 minutes, right? As a kind of way to jumpstart our prayer. Uh, and that could be a great help as well. Just 10 minutes spent with Jesus. That's what our prayer ends up being. 10 minutes with Jesus. That we just spend that time talking to him. Now, in our times of prayer, we should always try to include scripture in some way. Because how does Jesus talk back to us? In the Gospels, right? Jesus, because he's God, sees us. And so when he was saying these things to Martha and Mary... He's seeing that we're going to read them, right? And so he is actually, because he's God, he has the power to both 2,000 years ago be saying it to Martha, having this conversation with Martha and Mary, and be saying it to us today, right? He knew all the effects of the cause of his words. And so um, he talks to us through the scriptures. The scriptures are like a, a letter written to us, particularly the gospels, right? To pray each day. Um, and to have that conversation with God, kind of having the Gospels present in that. So that's just the practicalities of how we should dive into the life of prayer. It can be, it can be a tough thing sometimes, and to build up the practice is, is a little tough. I, um, I came back from my time away, uh, the two weeks I was gone. I came back with a few extra pounds that maybe I'm trying to, trying to drop now. And it's like, well, if you don't have the the practice of exercise, right? Um, exercise and healthy eating. If, if you don't have that structured, like if I'm like, oh, I'll exercise sometime today, but uh, later, I'll do it later, right? And then the day goes, I'm like, oh, yeah, I'll get to it, right? Sometime in the afternoon. Then the afternoon, it's like 95 degrees. I'm like, I'm, I'm not exercising outside of the 95 degree weather, right? And then I'll do it tomorrow. We never get a plan. And if you never have a plan, it's a lot of times you just don't end up doing the thing you're trying to do. So maybe write down a plan. When do I want my 10 minutes with Jesus to be? When do I want that time of conversation to be? But we have to do it. And we have to do it every single day. 
We have to have that relationship. The 45 to 50 minutes here at Mass once a week, that's necessary. We, we have to do that. But that's the minimum. That's the starting line for the relationship. Now daily prayer helps us take daily strides in growing our relationship. So let's ask our Lord for this grace to recognize the one thing necessary, right? Jesus, we welcomed him into the house. Now we want to spend time with him. And more importantly, he wants to spend time with us. He doesn't want us to be so busy about a million other things. He just loves us. And he wants to spend time with us more than we want to spend the time with him. So this week, you know, let's try. Let's go for 100% this week. Seven days, right? Ten minutes a day, seven days this week. Having just that 10-minute conversation with our friend Jesus, right? Spending the time with him, talking to him, and falling deeper in love. And that's then the journey of the spiritual life, which leads to the incredible heights of holiness, one step at a time.